and welcome back to the Comic Comfort Podcast. We've got Jared. Hey, what's up? Carlos. Hi, everyone. And me, Big Dave. We would have been here on time, but somebody stopped us on our way here telling us that we had to uh, lend our legacy, like, superhero names down to the next person. We weren't really prepared for that, and after, like, a five-hour-long deliberation, we now own the copyrights for our superhero names Hell for at yeah. least the next three years. Woo! Yeah! So this week, we're going to do a bit of dive into the Immortal Iron Fist, as Danny Rand is handing off his legacy to someone supposedly brand new. Uh, we're going to try and sell each other on some games and TV shows we think the others would like, and we're going to talk about a couple of the, the trailers from the Super Bowl commercials this weekend. Uh, but first, it's time for the Just Us League Weekly Operations Report. So, what have you guys been doing this week? Uh, well, I finally got around to playing a good majority of Miles Morales. On the PS5, oh, which geez. is How'd you do that? phenomenal. It's great. Uh, Jared here let me borrow it, so that was pretty nice of him. Was this your first time playing through it? Yeah, yeah. So I was kind of like mind blown and everything. Have you beaten it? I'm like halfway through. Okay. But it's so. really great. It looks really nice on the PS5, and the soundtrack is amazing. And Yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. The soundtrack, the soundtrack is fucking great. It definitely sets it apart from the previous Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get me wrong. I love 2019 Spider-Man a lot. But that Miles Morales has a tight story, and it has a little bit more, like, more flair, flair to it. Yeah, yeah, that's what I love. And I appreciate that. So it's definitely something that I enjoy playing so far. Is there any parts of it? Because, I mean, I know me and Jared have played it through at least once, but multiple times probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there anything that stood out about the game? Like, anything in particular you're liking about it? Um, so to me, it was the fact that, you know, this, Miles Morales is learning how to be Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And I love that natural disaster scene where, like, the bridge is collapsing. Yeah, and he's like trying to save everyone. He's trying. He's trying to think on the fly to try to remedy the situation, and I think it was a really good test of the Spider-Man of how to be Spider-Man. You know, so I it was amazing. I loved that part too, but I also really liked. It. He felt so much like a teenager in that moment when he was like the the Roxxon Corp guys show up and start pointing guns at everyone. He was like, "What the hell? Like I didn't do anything. I was trying to save people." Like. It felt so much like traditional Spider-Man. Yes, yeah, so like he feels bummed out that he's yeah. like he feels very betrayed, and each time he keeps, you know he never ceases to surprise me. He gets like he has camouflage now, you know, mm-hmm. and he electricity. So that's pretty cool. I do, and I like his, uh, you know, his friend, yeah. uh, Ned. I, th- I think it's Ned. Ned. Yeah, it's Ned. Because I, I know it's Ned in the movies, but no, I don't it's, remember. It's not Ned. It's uh... something else. But it's basically oh, it's Skinny Geeky, Ned. Geeky, or, or whatever his name is. Geeky. Yeah. Geeky. Yeah. It's Skinny yeah. Ned. Yeah, it's Skinny <laughs> Ned. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, honorable mention to Spider-Cat. Spider-Man. Hey. He hasn't gotten there yet. I did. I did the mission. You did the mission? Yeah. yeah to, to oh. Get to the, if he's okay. halfway through the game, he's Never mind. Well, That's I thought, like the third I, mission. I'm sorry. I thought we were talking about the outfit you get from doing that after you beat the game. Yeah, I look forward to getting it. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, Jared, how about you? Do did you have anything else you've done or wanted to add? Oh, I'm I feel sorry. like I cut him off right there. Oh, okay. Well, we'll play Spider-Man, and I'm getting ready here to play that New Horizon game. Uh, Jared, again, coming in clutch. He let me borrow the first one, so I have a couple no, no, of no. days. I gave. Oh, you gave it. Oh, that's right. Even said, better. I have a gift for you that it's gifted to you. Dave owns it. I own it digitally. Now you own it. I have a copy. It. Well, thank you. Yeah. No, that's awesome. So now I'll get to play it, and... Uh, Get ready for this uh, sequel. I mean, you got you got forty eight ish hours. Yeah. You to, have to just you have try to play two days. Get on that shit. <laughs> I'll get on it right away. It's not like it's a giant Call open work, world game. Just fucking you know, just, use that sick time and just fucking beast out you know as much as you can so you can have a little background before Forbidden West. Well, good thing I have I know the gist of it, but I'm sure it'll be different experience in the actual game. I mean, I'm so. replaying it currently, mm-hmm. and dude, it fucking it's so beautiful on PS5. It just it just looks so much nicer. Nice. So. Yeah. Uh, until Ghost of Tsushima, like that was my favorite looking game on yeah. the PlayStation Four. Uh, it was just bright and vibrant, and there like you could go through so many different areas, and the colors changed. Like that wasn't something I was used to seeing most of the time. It was like you're in a city, or it's all dark and gritty. Like I love the Arkham Arkham games, but you're just in a dark city. The yeah. Whole time. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Question: Have you played? I assume you played it on the PS5, the Ghost of Tsushima. I actually haven't yet. Oh, okay. But like, I have. Doesn't have, it have so... a free PS5 upgrade? Yeah, I well, but I already have it as the PS5. Uh, okay. Because it came with the bundle I got. Okay. 
Oh, uh, you bought the digital deluxe or the, the deluxe edition? The only, well, the only thing that was available at the time, it, w- it was a bundle that came with Far Cry 6 and Ghost of Tsushima. And I'll happily play the Ghost of Tsushima a hundred more times. That's I pretty love awesome. that game. Yeah. All right. Was there anything else that you did um, this week? No, that's it. Just uh, been gaming, you know, the usual day-to-day activities, work and all that. And I'm just glad I get some time to game, you know, yeah. to try to be part of all this. Yeah. How about you, Jared? Uh, well, talking about gifting things, Carlos and I uh, gifted Dave a little surprise birthday, Valentine's, we love you, Dave, yeah. little copy of uh, Horizon Forbidden West. Yeah, these sons of bitches. <laughs> we made him cry like a baby back bitch. It was yeah. awesome. So, like, I'm sure everyone out there knows about, like, the housing prices shit that's going on, and I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to get the game, even though I've been excited for it for, like, two years because now. Because you just moved into another place. Yeah. That's why. Because I just moved into a new place. I wasn't sure if I could get it, and, uh, out of fucking nowhere, I get a FaceTime call from Jared, and he's just like, hey, check out this receipt where we bought you this game that's more expensive <laughs> than even I thought it was. And we split it, and now you get to play the game. Take that. And I was like, awesome. And then I, like, fought tears for a little bit. And then I said, awesome. And then I called Carlos, and I said thank you there, too. And then I, I teared up a little bit after I got off the phone with Carlos. Aww. So it just it came out of nowhere. I really, really appreciate it, guys, especially since now we're going to be able to have a good conversation about it since I'm going to play it and platinum it like I did the last one, probably. Okay. All right, so now that, you know, we've uh, embarrassed me, how about, what else did you do? <laughs> um, what have I not done? So, uh, I've been streaming every night, playing Zero Dawn, just trying to get back into the groove of Forbidden West. Um, I bought my dream gaming chair. It's a DX Racer Zero Edition. Um, bought a pink PS5 controller. Decided to pull the trigger and buy the digital, well, technically it's digital because it is a digital edition, but the collector's edition of Forbidden West, so I can't wait to get my giant fucking Mastodon. Yeah, I mean, it looks cool. It wasn't enough to get me, but they would, like, they could have gotten me with, like, a life-sized monkey one. Dude, it's so funny. I showed my dad today. I was like, yeah, dad, look at this. I, I ordered this. This is, you know, I'm shipping it to my dad's house because I don't fucking trust anybody here at my apartment. That ship's going to sit outside. It'll be fucking gone. I don't trust anybody. Right. Like, hey, dad, come into your house. You know, please keep an eye out for it. And I, like, showed him, and he looked at the price tag, and he's like, $216? Are you out of your fucking mind, son? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I am. <laughs> and he's like, what the fuck? Why? And I was like... I wanted a big robot mastodon. That's the only reason why. See, literally, as far as he knows, it's just a mastodon that's coming in. Well, no, he knows it's a game. I showed him the game and shit, and he's like, I mean, whatever. I mean, whatever floats your boat. But he's like, I wouldn't fucking pay that. And I was like, you're right. Well, I mean, I wouldn't fucking pay the amount of money you pay for gun shit. So, you know, to each their own. Question, so you got a digital version of the game? All the collectors and the uh, regala. So the... $200, $250. $200, $250. Both of those, they are both digital. And I, I figured it out because I was like, why the fuck would you do that? That's really stupid because they come with steel art, like tin cans, mm-hmm. right? For like discs, but there's no disc. But if you think about it, guys, this is the first console generation where they released a disc version and a digital version. So what if someone wants the cool toy that comes with it, but they bought a digital PS5? then they can't mm. play the disc. Okay. So I think the reason why the company went with digital is because if you have a digital PS5, you still get the game and you get your cool toy. That's, that's the only thing that came to me of why they would do that because I've bought numerous prestige editions of Call of Duty and you know you get the disc, you get the tin can, you get your fucking RX car, you get your night vision goggles and shit, whatever. But like, you always got the disc. This is the first time you don't get a disc. I'm like, well, what the fuck? Why is it digital? Well, if someone, doesn't have a, if someone doesn't have a disc edition PS5, you're fucked. Yeah. Like, right? So, um, the one thing I did know that I found out was this is actually kind of cool for anybody that does buy a digital edition for anything. If you buy the PS4 version, they give you that PS5 upgrade for free. So, you're spending the $70 for the PlayStation 5 edition when you could spend the $60 and still get your PlayStation 5 digital upgrade. That is a temporary thing that Sony is allowing. They said it's going to be the last PlayStation 
free five upgrade game. Okay. That's, okay. That's what so I was going to say, like, I know that that was only allowed because yep. of the supply issues mm-hmm. and because we're still in that straddle time period. Yep. So, like, I know that's going to go away Yeah, soon. no, it, it's... So, apparently, Forbidden West will be the very last game that they produce with a free digital upgrade. Yeah, there would be I no mean, way. it'll probably be 10 or $15 to buy the digital upgrade. I know Ghost of Tsushima is a $15, mm-hmm. like, upgrade, but... I mean, whatever. I but, mean, like, Miles was free. I'm pretty sure it might have expired by now, but Assassin's Creed Valhalla, when it came out, mm-hmm. it had the free upgrade. So. Yeah. So, but, I mean, those are all things that I've learned, and, I mean, I watched the uh, unboxing of my collector's edition last night, and holy Why? shit. Why would I do I, that? I because I wanted to know what was in the box. Yeah, but it's com- you're going to get to open the box, and then you'll know what was in the box. That's okay. <laughs> I'm okay with that. And I'm kind of actually really bummed because they opened a Regal edition, too. And so, um, just like in... Oh, God, fuck. What game is it? Uh, Got nothing. No, Assassin's, Assassin's Creed. They have like an in-game game that you can play. Okay. Well, Forbidden West has a in-game game that they have. That's like a little board game that you can play. So the Regala edition comes with two little chess pieces. Oh. <laughs> so and it comes with a focus that actually has LEDs that you can put in your. I mean, it doesn't fucking do anything. It's not a Bluetooth device or anything. It just looks fucking nifty. And then the Regala, the Mascatusk or whatever the fuck they're called, the robot elephant mastodon things. It has LED eyes, and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> couldn't find that one. I would have bought it, but I couldn't find it. And but yeah, so I mean, I got the middle version. Whatever, I'll take it. So I'm excited for that. I mean, hopefully it comes in on time. My uh, shipping thing said it came in today. It said it's supposed to be estimated Saturday, which the game comes out Friday. But hopefully that's just a it's an estimated, and hopefully I'll get it release day. Fingers crossed. I mean, fuck it. If not, whatever. I mean, I might pull some Oliver Queen shit and just go buy a disc and put it in. <laughs> Go, hey brother, here you go. Here's a free copy of fucking Forbidden West, and I'll still play it on day one. I don't give a fuck. Being friends with you two really does feel like Peter Parker having a conversation with like Tony Stark and Reed Richards because they have all of the money, and he's just like, awesome. Can I take a can of soda from the fridge? Well, you work at the Daily Google. Yeah. That one of us probably owns. Which is really funny because, I mean, I don't have that much money at all. I mean, I just, you know, fortunately in the last couple of months, I happened to come into a very good bonus at work and, you know, set myself up successfully for all the toys that I want to buy. And, you know, after this month, it's back to the grind and working seven days a week and fucking... I'll be just as piss broke as everybody else in the world. I just want to point out that we've really come a long way. Like we all have PlayStation fives now. And, you know, <laughs> well, I, I'm I'm sorry. For, it's for such a hard thing to get in this uh, world. You know, like I can't talk, dude. I fucking paid scalper money. I mean, I paid an extra fucking like I have to, I want 60, for 60 bucks. Yeah. So, but I mean, at the same time, Dave was so kind for me that he gifted me a P, uh, PS4. And I, I just, you know, I, I told him I was, you know, going to sell it to get a PS5 because that was the ultimate goal. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, that's what I did. So, I mean, the scalper money that I did pay, I mean, fortunately, Dave gifted me that PlayStation where I could take that little bit of a blow and get my PS5 and not be like, oh, fuck, I'm paying $600, $600 for this, Ugh, you know, whatever. Yeah. Not a big deal. I mean, it was, thanks, Dave. Appreciate no it problem. So, did you do anything else this week? Uh, I did not watch the Super Bowl, so the next thing that we're going to talk about with these, uh, Super Bowl, um, uh, wait, am I, are we going to... Yeah, it looks like we're trying to segue into this. Uh, oh, so right. Hold the hell on. I still did stuff this week, guys. Yeah, no one cares. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I'm just kidding. Ow! Hey, All right. I, I was just saying that I was prefacing that when we get to the point of talking about Super Bowl commercials, I didn't watch it. Yeah, me neither. That's why I just checked out the two trailers. That because I, I literally have done nothing but fucking stream. That's literally all I've done. I've been fucking streaming up the ass. I have 13 followers now. Thanks, guys, for all the love. I need 50 to get fucking affiliate, and I need to get at least three average viewers. So I'm working on building my little Twitch community, and uh, eventually I will get there. And I'm hoping by October I will have been affiliated at least, hopefully partnered. So that's what I'm hoping for. What about you, Dave? What have you done? Well, the only game I played this week was, uh, it's a game called Away, a game of survival, where you play as a sugar glider in this, like, post-apocalyptic mankind kind of fucked up the whole world. Like a squirrel thing? 
Yeah, you're like a little squirrel, basically. What system is this for? PlayStation 5. I don't know. I mean, wait, I'm going to look this up really fast. There's probably one on the 4. But you run around, and it's like, it feels a little bit like one of those, um, uh, like, nature documentaries, because Mm -hmm. it does talk to you about the animals that you're around and, like, what you're doing. And it's, it's basically a bunch of, like, platformer puzzles with really, like, light combat when you come come up against something that you could possibly kill and you have to keep like eating to keep your health and your energy up to keep being able to play which is what makes it the survival game i haven't beaten it yet but it's you know it's it's fun it's won some awards from some uh like crunchy video game places it looks pretty good yeah i mean it's graphic this thing it looks okay yeah that one yeah it's 30 dollars uh i think i paid 20 but Whatever. <laughs> I think the the main draw is that you can play it like a full on survival game, so like you play it at like you can turn off the story and just try to survive as long I'm as you can. I'm fucking sold already. I'm a fucking squirrel. Hold thing. on, I'm like yeah. You do get to glide around. The only thing I'm gonna put in there is for those of you who have played like the Spider Man games with the wall crawling. Yeah. You know how it isn't quite great to climb on walls, especially if you start to change your like. Which Direction. wall and which ceiling you're on and <laughs> yeah. stuff. That is like times a hundred in this because the uh, you are a certain length and a lot of the tree branches you walk on are not wi- as wide as you are long. Mm-hmm. So like you end up walking around things and then if you're trying to like do special jumps and Very stuff, you'll be like jumping in the wrong direction. Oh god, spiders. <laughs> yeah, there are quite a few spiders in there. The story largely seems to be chasing a, uh, a falcon that has stolen your mom and sister. Okay, so that's <clears throat> is this game made by the same people that made, um, oh, fuck, what is it called? Uh, Yarny? The, the little Yarn guy? I have no A idea. Little Big Planet? No. It's, um... Uh, Unraveled? Unraveled, yeah. It looks like it's made by the same people. I mean, it, it could the be. surroundings look really good. Yeah, yeah it is. It is a, a very pretty game. It's a fun game. Um, we bought it. They planted a couple of trees for us. So wait, what do you mean planted a couple of trees? Like they literally planted tree. They plant trees for every copy sold. That's fucking wow. cool. So uh, you know that that feels good. It, it definitely you can tell just by reading the stuff on the front that it's definitely like a very green company that was leaning into that sort of thing. Yeah, because you know I'm all about like, saving the earth and everything. So this kind of I, I have something to chime in here in just a second if if I can. Good. Not trying to cut you off, Dave, but because you said planted a tree. Um, Sony also released a play and plant program for those of us who played Forbidden West. Uh, if you get the trophy, reach the daunt, they will plant a tree in your gamer tag's name. So it's in Wisconsin, California, and Florida they do that. So <clears throat> I, since I will be platinuming it, they will absolutely be planting a tree in my name. Where, where are you going to plant it? Do you get to choose where you plant I think so. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure. I mean, I'm assuming so because they mentioned that you can they have all those three states yeah so it's uh for those who want to know it's douglas county in wisconsin lassen county in california and liberty county in florida nice um so uh on the not video game side of things i started watching the paranormal activity movies Oh um, man, I haven't seen that in forever. I haven't Dude, seen fuck those movies, man. That shit just got good. I, the willies. I haven't seen four, five, and six. So I there was like a Walmart pack that had all six in there. Oh, that's so cool. I watched the first one, which is genius only because they somehow tricked me into staring at nothing for two hours. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then there's the second one, which actually is genius storytelling because it's this like wraparound prequel. That is, like, directly before the beginning of the, the first one, yep. and then a couple of minutes afterwards. And I know the third one is a deep prequel. Mm-hmm. So, But I'm interested in 4, 5, and 6, but that's something that I, that I started this week. Obviously, I'm super psyched about the New Horizon game. Uh, the closer we get to it, the more jittery I get every time I think about it. And finally, despite all of the challenges, I got my comic book subscriptions to my local comic shop, from my old local comic shop, and that was more of a pain in the ass than it should have been. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they got the new Iron Fist issue that dropped today in there for me, but who the hell knows? They've lost so many of my comics. I tried looking for it. I couldn't find it. Yeah, I, I hear it's it's a pain in the ass. Yeah. Uh, 
I'm a big fan of the podcast Last Podcast on the Left, and they uh, they have a horror comic with DC called Soul Plumber, and I've had to fight them, despite it being a subscription that's supposed to be in my box. Uh, I've had to fight for every issue, and number three still somehow didn't end up in my box. So I am frustrated, but it happens. Hmm. So uh, with our operations report done, let's go ahead and slide into the two worthwhile uh, commercials for this podcast that came on the Super Bowl. They showed a Moon Knight trailer, and they show, uh, showed a huge updated uh TV trailer for Doctor Strange, The Multiverse of Madness. A question, um, who's your comic book provider? Because I try to, I tried random comic book stores, but I haven't, you know. Samurai is a local chain mm-hmm. that they're like more accessible most of the time. But I would suggest if, for those of you in the uh, Arizona Phoenix Valley, uh, there's one in Glendale called Drawn to Comics. You can find Samurai Comics all over the place. And there's one in Mesa. Gotham City Comics. Gotham City Comics. And that's pretty solid. We've also one in Chandler called uh, Greg's Comic Book Shop. That's actually really, it's tiny, but the dude in there is super cool. Yeah, there, there's uh, another one in Tempe that's only like a block away from this like excellent Irish fish and chips place. And it's super dark inside. It's almost like they painted everything black, so only like basement dwellers would want to go in there. But like, it's cool in there. Hashtag and the, road trip. And the guys absolutely like know their shit because we we ended up having one of those absurdly long nerd conversations while we were there the first time. I'm just gonna walk away. Yeah. <laughs> we can't take them. Can't take Carlos or me. No, we can't. Yeah, we can't take Dave. What do you well, mean? I can stop. Oh, no, talking. he can hold his own. Me and you will go in there and be like, oh, Pokemon. <laughs> I can stop talking about nerd stuff whenever I want. I just don't want to. <laughs> it's just like smoking cigarettes. I can quit whenever I want. I just don't want to. Yeah, I'm totally not scratching the fat fold in my my arm right now. <laughs> Hashtag Wendy's. <laughs> All right, so this is heartbreaking for me, but we're going to start talking about the Moon Knight trailer because there's less to talk about. Yeah. Oh, it hurts to say Moon that. Moon trash. <clears throat> It's just a trigger. I, will walk I just over. want to trigger Dave. That's I was going to say, do. I will flip this no, table actually, right now. Dude, it, it literally, honestly, so, like, it looked really good. But, I mean, I just, I don't know why he looks like a mummy. It just makes me think he's a mummy. Uh, um, well. They definitely leaned a little heavier into the mummy, like, outfit. Uh, normally, he doesn't look like a Normally, he just looks like he's wearing a white Batman outfit. Yeah, because it, yeah, it doesn't look like a mummy yeah, outfit. Yeah, it's kind of what I expected. I yeah. mean, like... Real talk, I was kind of like, hey, look, it's Mumra. Mumra. <laughs> see, I don't mind that he looks like a mummy because it is an Egyptian-based insane Batman. But, like, there's a very specific thing that's happened in comics where he puts on, like, mummy rags and this, like, falcon skull and everything, and it's called his Vestments of the Dead, which ironically allows him to just beat the shit out of ghosts if he wants to. <laughs> uh, so, wait... Isn't that thing in the trailer? What? the ve- Oh, the thing with the big the, skull? The skull? That's not him. That's how his god, Conchu, presents himself. Oh, yeah, portrays himself. So, like, we're, what we're seeing, at least in the trailer, as far as I can tell, is he has had a disassociative event, and Stephen Grant, which is normally his Bruce Wayne persona, his billionaire playboy persona, Dope. um is this, like, kind of loser, and we don't know what he's hiding from, but I imagine it's dying in front of a fucking Egyptian statue. No, but (laughs) the fact that, like, he's freaking out, and he doesn't seem to recognize Khonshu, this is super, like, this is a total remake of his origin story. Although the one thing I will point out, when they show his back and he's just hitting something on the ground, you guys know that that's a fucking werewolf? No, I don't know that one, but I remember you didn't mention it. It's a werewolf. And the cool thing about that is uh, the first time he showed up was in the comic book Werewolf by Night as an enemy to Jack Russell the werewolf. So uh, the only thing that they added since the last time we talked about the trailer was they added about maybe five to ten seconds of a couple of scenes in the beginning, which there was one scene didn't care about. The second one, it shows him like gliding like floating down into a thing from up high up and you can see his iconic crescent cape i thought that was cool yeah i thought that was cool and then i don't know if like the moon was supposed to be giving him his crescent dart 
Or if it was coming back like a batarang, because you don't get to see him throw it, you just get to see yeah, him catch it. Um, if it's a batarang, that's fine. Uh, but like, he has so many weird like Egyptian themed gadgets on him most of the time in the comic books. There's literally a meme where these two guys are like, "Oh my God, is that Moon Knight? Look out! He just throws random shit at you." And then <laughs> random shit it shows cool. a picture of him with his an- hands up, like he's throwing things, and there's just like. A dozen different things that he's throwing. Random shit, go! <laughs> uh, but those are really the only new things that came. I mean, yeah, you get to see the right trailer now. again. Um, so, unless you guys have anything to add to the Moon Knight one, because I do like that we got to see the iconic stuff, but there wasn't any it new information. It comes out next month, so, I mean, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Don't get me wrong. I've watched... All the fucking Marvel things that come out to fucking Netflix, Disney Plus, all the things, whatever. Moon Knight is not literally. I didn't even know who the fuck Moon Knight was until I met you, Dave. I'm not no, even. Gonna that's watch. very true. I didn't even like, know who it was. Most and, people and, don't. And, and I mean, I think it's great that he's like your favorite fucking character, like that, because I have fucking no clue who the fuck he is. I am excited to learn who he is and what it, what it is through this show that they create. I hope it's not an atrocity for you. But, I mean, I think I'm going to enjoy it, and I'm going to look forward to talking to you about it. Yeah, I think it's going to be pretty cool. And you know what's going to happen is, if this takes off, it's, you know, a lot of people are just, naturally, a lot of people just jump on the bandwagon, you know? And I'm actually excited to see all the Moon Knight merch that they're going to bring yeah. out. Yeah, oh my god. The oh, difference between three years ago, before yeah. they announced that they were making this show, you could find three Moon Knight things. I have a Moon Knight glass. There was a t-shirt that I bought that I cannot fit into, but I bought it because I could not find any other ones. And that was basically it. And now you can look up Moon Knight and there's like backpacks and all kinds <laughs> of shit. Like there's all kinds of Moon Knight merch. We're going to watch Dave just come in here fully decked out in Moon Knight stuff. Oh, one, one <laughs> of these days I'm going to come in and sit down and I'm going to be wrapped in mummy robes. Like yeah. that's just how it's going to work. Well, um, I mean, we live in a pandemic. Good luck getting toilet paper, bro. I mean, that part of the toilet paper's <laughs> over. Yeah, that is. that part out. of the toilet paper's over. I meant that part of the pandemic's over. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, whatever you choose to do, Dave. It's your hygiene. All right. Now, there's some more meat to the second one. The trailer for... The expanded trailer for yes. the Multiverse of Madness. Holy shit. I'm going to go real quick over, like, my talking points. Yeah. And then things that you guys noticed I want you to chime in with. But Graham. Danny Rand was not... I hate you. <laughs> I didn't say it. I didn't say it. <laughs> that right. wouldn't have even to, happened if it weren't so, for him. To those of you that are listening, we talked about this episode and what we were going to talk about, and Carlos in our group chat was just like, I don't fucking know anything about Danny Rand. I'm just going to yell Danny Rand throughout the whole episode of the podcast. <laughs> that was what that was. That was me giving Carlos a little shout out to uh, Danny Rand. I think one of my eyes just burst a blood vessel. All right. Um, you should have seen your face, Dave. You're like, Danny Rand is not even in this. <laughs> All right. So one of the things that we already knew from the previous ones is Shuma Garath is in it. Yeah. Uh, love seeing a Lovecraftian villain in there. Uh, they're starting to lean into kind of their bigger cosmic enemies, which I think is kind of cool, especially which since is great, you know? we're getting kind of a more cosmic feel for this new phase. I honestly didn't even see it like a trailer beforehand, so the fact that Wanda is in it, I'm fucking stoked, bro. A, I love Wanda. A fucking men. Now, I'm going to talk about this in a second, but the fact that Doctor Strange and Wanda are both in this gives us two major events that may be getting an interpretation in the MCU. Um, there's also... I don't know about you guys. I saw a Minotaur. Did you guys see a Minotaur? I might have, but there was so much going on that I Yeah, there was like, so much fucking going on. There's like there. a scene where they show like this fog pouring over what looks like some old, almost Asian-looking stuff. But like they show from behind, it looks like a Minotaur watching the Stormfront roll in. No idea. That could be the... Danny the, Rand? No. <laughs> <laughs> it could be the CEO of Roxxon. Or oh it could God. just be a random Minotaur. Oh, there's or, the other eye. I or, totally look like both my eyes are blood red right Danny Rand! <laughs> Who is that? In the distance. Danny Rand! <laughs> Uh, okay. Please don't lock out, dude. Uh, I, I won't be walking out. I'll be storming oh, out. You will definitely shit. notice the difference. 
Uh, would Danny um, Rand be proud? <laughs> I'm crying. Good. Well, hell, Good. Yes, I, I want you crying. Well, hell, he has a lot of time on his hands now, so. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm anywhere. fucking dead. Okay, alright. Alright. Put it back in. Put it back right, in. Put it back in. Yeah, okay, I'm Woo. happy to see Mordo back. Mordo's gonna be an excellent villain. Yeah, I loved him he in the first episode. He looks really cool Doctor now, Strange. too, like, with his hair and all Yeah, the, the dreads definitely give him a, a cool, like, look to yeah. him. Uh, so, everyone keeps saying that the scene where they have those guys in, like, suits walking Doctor Strange up to somebody who's talking to him. Everyone says mm-hmm. it sounds like Patrick Stewart. I haven't watched it since someone said that, but I didn't recognize the voice immediately. I, I did. did not hear Patrick Stewart's voice at all. I, I did. I heard Patrick Stewart. But maybe you think you heard Patrick Stewart, but maybe it was just Danny Rand. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that wasn't me. That was Jerry. There was a. There's a couple of options for what that is. Yeah, what do you think? Uh, it is? They're saying that it could be the Illuminati. It could be an attachment to that. Because that is Doctor, my theory. Doctor Strange was on like a let's guide the the path of the world group called the Illuminati. In comic books, it's Doctor Strange, Professor X, uh, Namor, Black Bolt. Um, and there was two more. Reed Richards? Yeah, Reed Richards was one of them, and I honestly can't remember the last one right now, but, uh, half of the, oh, it was, to, it was Iron Man, and so Iron Man's dead, and half yeah. of those characters don't exist yet, so I'm, I don't know if this is leading into that, or if it's something else entirely. That's the theory, that, you know, it's just, if not during the movie, but maybe towards the end of the movie, like an end credit type of thing? Part of me kind of wondered if this was one of the versions of Kang, and this was an alt reality version oh, of the TVA. Man. But because we just because we saw the TVA and yeah. how it's trying to hold that stuff down, but who knows? Like that one, I'm willing to leave up in the air. If they're doing something Illuminati, it means that they, it'll be like their end game is going to be the Illuminati causing a problem. I yeah. think. But uh, there was that. Um, I'm super psyched to see the evil Doctor Strange from What If. What's up? I just Googled, um, was Patrick Stewart's voice in Doctor Strange 2's commercial, and it literally looks like, yes, it was. Okay. Because <laughs> it's saying, why is Patrick Stewart Professor X back in the multiverse of madness theory? Explain. So, okay. apparently... Anyway, that's kind of what we're talking about. Yeah. Right, and that's why I'm, I'm chiming into this. So, oh, okay. yeah, okay. So, technically, yes, I guess Patrick Stewart's voice was in that. Yeah. And so, apparently it wasn't Danny Rand. I don't know if you guys noticed, but uh, there's this, like, Latinx chick that shows up and clearly punches something with super strength. Yeah. That's uh, America Chavez, and her actual backstory is that she came from a different universe. So, it's interesting that they're including her... Mm-hmm. I totally fucking love the uh, the fact that they're putting her in there. Uh, also, she may end up because she's. I've already seen it. For those of you who don't know, they are now holding up Danny Rand with an exclamation point written on a tablet. <laughs> it wasn't that funny to start with, guys. You guys are milking the shit out of it. You um, know what? This is the most that I've laughed in at least a week. I'm having a good time. And you know what? I hope our listeners are having a good time. Yep. You know what? Hashtag Danny Rand. Okay. Uh, She's on a team later on where she is with members of the uh, Young Avengers after they're on the Young Avengers. So I wonder if they're going to roll her into the Young Avengers that they're kind of building already. If that's the case, America Chavez is a heavy fucking hitter. She's like yeah. Captain Marvel level for the, oh, for wow. the MCU. Um, and then I have this personal theory, which is those having uh, Wanda and Doctor Strange in there. The two things that might happen is there was an event called House of M, which we already got oh, yeah. kind of in the WandaVision thing, but... What we didn't get was the end of House of M, where they convince her that she's wrong and crazy and she shouldn't have changed the world. And she changes the world back, but she also says no more mutants. And all of the mut- all except like 196 mutants are gone from the world. The thing is, if they do a modified version of that, at the end of this, she could say, I don't want to be alone or something like that and populate the world with mutants, therefore oh, rolling mutant stuff into the MCU. Yeah, I'm just trying to see how they're going to introduce the X-Men into this. Yeah, because you know? it's going to have to happen eventually. Yeah, so, um, if I could chime in, um, a lot of people are saying that this Iron Man, that Tom Cruise is going to show up as Iron Man in this movie. 
What? I yeah. hope not. As a variant, right? Or, yeah. But he's also going to be like superior Iron Man? That... Oh my god. Okay. I'm going to piggyback off that. Yeah. The secondary event that could be happening is there was an event called Axis, which was... Oh, shit. There was... The, thing. the psychic onslaught had taken over Red Skull. And so he was causing hate all over the world. And he was too powerful for the Avengers to beat. So Scarlet Witch and Doctor Strange cast a spell that is supposed to change the orientation of something from good to bad or vice versa. But it goes crazy when they use it on him and it hits everybody within a blast radius. In this storyline, Carnage sacrifices himself to save the world apocalypse is extremely fucking like he's a super good guy trying to handle all of the avengers on his own and all of the avengers turn bad the only one who doesn't turn good by the end of it is iron man and if superior iron man is what they're putting in there i will take tom cruise as evil drug dealer iron man (laughs) yeah that's the theory oh my god i did not not hear that part of the theory but that is Phenomenal. That is my favorite Iron Man. Like, I own that entire series. He's such a dick. (laughs) It's a wonder. He, you know how he defeats Daredevil in that comic series? He cures his blindness. (laughs) Like, what an asshole. Yeah, seriously. He he makes his new armor. He merges it with the genetics of a symbiote. So he can call it psychically. It can come from basically anywhere and it just kind of pours over his body. Like, he is a super interesting version of Iron Man. So, that kind of leaned towards the idea that Axis is going to be the thing that they're doing, or at least something that they hint. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, did anyone else have anything to say about the trailers? Um, I did see a little scene that had the Human Torch on it. Did was, you? Was, yeah, was that the Human Torch? I didn't catch anything with fire, but uh, there's yeah, a lot going on. Yeah, there was so that. much going on, I just saw like this Human Torch person just flying through, like zipping for like a second. Actually, I think... Because that was the thing that came in and kind of attacked uh, yeah. America. I think that might be Doctor Strange, the evil one, is attacking her. Oh, but it's hard to tell because they're just wrapped in like some sort of special effect. So yeah. it totally could be some sort of human torch. If it is, another thing that hints at the Fantastic Four coming up. That's what I'm saying. Like, There's so many theories out there right now. Uh, one of them is like, it's going to show Chris Evans to show up and everyone's going to think it's like Captain America just showing up. <laughs> and then he's just going to say, flame on. Uh, and that's just going <laughs> to... That would be pretty funny. I wouldn't... And it's honestly something I wouldn't expect, yeah. honestly, because Chris Evans is like, I don't want to do this anymore. But I could, <laughs> right. if they were paying him the right amount of money, I think right. he'd come back to do a cameo like that. All right. So, any other thoughts? No, other than that, I'm looking forward to it, and uh, it's going to be very exciting for us to go see this movie. I think we should go see it together. Well, usually that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, yeah, well... We'll definitely make that happen. Yeah. I'm sure I can get Alicia to do that. So, um, all right. So now we're going to move into our medium dive on the Iron Fist. Uh, I'm going to be reading. If you guys have any questions or anything that you want to chime in, I suggest that you throw it out there. But right now, all I've got is uh, like a quick summary of like my favorite parts. I have a question. What's that? Who plays Iron Fist? Um, it's this guy named Lee Lin. It's a it's a new character. Yeah, well, take that. And not not to be a total ass, but there's like, I can name at least four Iron Fists. So yeah, you weren't gonna get that anyway. All right, so not be a team sport, Dave. I knew exactly where I was going with it, and he fucking called me. So my knowledge of Iron Fist is from different segues. So it's not like from chronological order. So, as you go along, I'll just chime in and kind of... All I know is Netflix. That's all I got. Yeah, we are definitely going to kind of talk about the Netflix flub-up that was that show. Like, I love the character. Clusterfuck? Let's just call it what it is. Okay. I mean, it wasn't terrible, but it was not good. Yeah, I think the second season was better, but we'll get to it. So, Iron Fist was created by Roy Thomas and Gil Kane. He first appeared in Marvel premiere number 15. Uh... He's known for like being one of the premier martial artists in the uh, in the Marvel universe. Uh, he works with Luke Cage and is his best friend, um, and he's also one of the charter members of Hero for Hire. He's one of the four people who started it. Um, honestly, not super 
aware of what his original origin story was. I started reading the Fraction Run, which was the one of the more popular recent ones, and they kind of totally retcon all of like his entire history. So I know, I know in the show they say that there's a plane accident and he wakes up in Kunlun. Um, from what I understand in the Fraction Run, they were actively... It was him, his uh, mom and dad, and their best friend business partner, which was Meacham from the uh, right. from the show. And they're searching through the Tibetan mountains trying to find Kunlun because uh, Danny's father knows who he is, knows where it is. There's betrayal. People die. His mom gets eaten by wolves, but he makes it to Kunlun. They take him in. They train him. He ends up being best friends with Davos. Um, they become the best fighters and rivals. He wins the Kumite against uh, defeating Davos. Then he fights a hundred people all at the same time and wins. Then he fights one really strong robot and takes its head off. And that's how he learns the chance to challenge the dragon. The dragon, once he defeated it, he plunges fists into its heart, absorbs the chi, and voila, he now has the enhanced chi of the immortal Iron Fist. In the original comics, he, uh, I guess he presses the dragon's scar onto his chest. And it burns. Yeah, and it chest. burns yeah. through him. Yeah. Yep, and that's where his actual symbol comes from. It's not a tattoo. Uh, nice that you actually had that. I, I'm, I appreciate that, because I would have glossed right over it. Um, other than Davos, he also has, like... Uh, kind of a romantic interest in this girl named Sparrow, who is being taught martial arts by Davos's father, who's the guy who trains everybody, but they're not supposed to be. It's on the download. Women aren't supposed to know martial arts at that point in the time. Um, but, you know, he gets all of his powers, like I just said. Um, first chance he gets, he leaves Kunlun, and he, in the thing, it just, in the show, it's basically him coming out and saying, okay, I just want to come back and meet people. I want to be back in my world. He's doing it for revenge in the comic books. He's coming to kill Meacham because Meacham killed his father. Right. Mm -hmm. he, he was there for it, yeah. Absolutely. And uh, after that, he uh, he starts to make a name for himself. He, he shows up and the guy's, like, dying of cancer, so he can't honorably kill him. Um but he does the hero for hire thing. One of the early things that I recognize him for is during Maximum Carnage, when Carnage was causing mm -hmm. problems on Manhattan, uh, he was able. There's like an, a bunch of ter like angry, terrified people. They're being like psychically turned into like basically like the, the usable symbiotes. Not even usable symbiotes. Like due to like some psychic backlash, they're all just angry mobs trying to kill everything that moves. And they're coming at Iron Fist, and Iron Fist just sits down, meditates for a few seconds, and projects it out into the crowd, and the crowd calms down and goes home. Uh, he And then Spider-Man's like, you need to teach me how to do that. We could solve this problem, no problem. He's like, you got 40 years? And he's like, god damn it. <laughs> but uh, he, he does have a couple of standout moments from before the Fraction run. But once we get there, that's when, like, everything blows out. All of his lore gets that much cooler. Uh, it turns out that there are seven immortal weapons, one for each of the immortal cities, and every hundred years there's a tournament. Whichever champion wins, the city it's associated with is allowed to connect to the world every ten years. Otherwise, Mortal Kombat! Yeah, kinda, definitely. <laughs> if they were gonna do fucking, like... Like I'm, it's unfortunate that Marvel versus Capcom is a thing because yeah. Mortal Kombat and Marvel would fit together pretty well, specifically Luke because of this. <laughs> That'd be funny. Jenny Luke, <laughs> Luke Kang, Luke Cage, like back and forth. But uh, during this time period, you actually get to meet a bunch of the uh, the other immortal weapons. That has um, my favorite one is Fat Cobra. He's a sumo. Uh, there's like. Tiger's beautiful daughter, and they, they give you one-issue backstories on most of them. There's one that is, like, purely, like, an Asian fetish goth horror character. Whoa. She's the queen of nine spiders. She is hot and goth and is terrifying and really, really likes hurting people. Um, all right. You also, at that point, get to meet my favorite enemy for Iron Fist, which is still Davos, but in a previous story arc, they had killed the Crane Mother's champion. 
So he goes and becomes the Crane Mother's champion. So for those of you who don't know, Davos has a tattoo of just a serpent with no wings on it. And he has it because he wasn't able to go earn the rest of the scar on the dragon because Danny did. Mm. However, the Crane Mother gives him wings on the side and allows him to drain her daughters of chi energy so he can become more and more powerful and he becomes the steel phoenix this is my favorite version of davos Sounds cool. so much so i have his symbol tattooed on the back of my neck like i love this character wow. um uh throughout so much why don't you go marry him because he's fictional I mean, that, that seems there's, like... There's just... people that believe in fucking flying pastas, man. You can do whatever you want, bro. Yeah, I understand that, but, like, I'm not gonna... Like, I still have to save up for a wedding with Alicia. I'm probably <laughs> not gonna save up for an extra um, one for that. Uh, okay. That's fair. <laughs> Alright, so... Uh, past my favorite enemy, there's the whole Kumite's going on. During that time period, you meet the previous Iron Fist, which is Orson Randall. Yep. He is a... Uh, He's from World War II. He learned how to channel the fist through pistols. What? And so what's really interesting is there's this scene where they're fighting off Hydra in this old abandoned subway station. And it's just like a big picture of the subway station. And there's squares on top that show, like, the gun going off. And he is channeling. He's like... Uh, Stallone, uh, Van Damme, Schwarzenegger. Like, these are the things that he's channeling while he's shooting. And at the bottom is uh, Danny Rand. And he's, there you go. Uh, Danny <laughs> Rand. And, uh, it show, and every it shows his fist or it shows his foot or it shows some headbutting something. And it says the technique he's using. So it's a cool little, like, parallel. Oh. I found that to be a lot of fun. Orson Randall's a really interesting character. Um, he brings back the Book of the Iron Fist, which introduced an entire long line lineage of all the people who are Iron Fist, all of the uh, power that, that they had, all the different techniques they learned. At one point, Danny accidentally makes himself trip balls because he learns how to use the mesmerizing hand, but then stares at it too long. <laughs> and then he's like, <laughs> it's really bad. Um, all right, so we've gotten through that. Then there's the, the stories and techniques. They end up going to the Eighth Immortal City, which is also a prison. They get trapped there. They get forced to do kind of another thing against monsters they shouldn't be able to kill. And they end up, they're kept completely separate from each other. They end up communicating by murdering these monsters and then painting symbols on the ground in blood. And that's how they communicate to coordinate their escape. The intense. main bad guy, however, is the very first Iron Fist. And that was actually kind of he ends up beating his ass, of course. But like, it's a I think a great movie. It's a it's a really fun series. It's it's really really good. It jumps into some really interesting stuff. The next thing is the living weapon. It's sad. It's short. It's fun. The things to remember is he loses everything. He loses his money. He falls in sort of falls in love with somebody, and then finds out that they're I can't remember if she's the half sister or like the sister to. Meacham and wants to kill him for some fucking reason uh but like this robot shows up with the face of his father that is like immune to the iron fist so it breaks both breaks both of his hands kills his teacher destroys the fruit tree that allows all of the people in Kunlun to live forever and then kicks him out of Kunlun they end up finding each other again in uh New York and at the time, they've captured, like, everyone in Kumlan, and they're inside Rand Corp building, and they're going to use that building to summon a giant death god. And they do summon a giant death god. And then Danny's like, oh, yeah? Well, I could tr I am the chi of all of Kunlun. And so he, like, mystically connects himself to all of the, the citizens that their power's being harnessed and turns the Rand building into a giant robot with which he fights the giant death god with martial <laughs> arts fucking batshit but it was it was fun it was interesting the art in the first issue is like riveting um because he's very like burnt out because he's a weapon he ends up uh like he gets after sex he like gets up and he's just doing like martial arts practice because he can't sleep and then hydra goes to attack him and he sees them and he smiles with relief and dives out the fucking window and starts taking helicopters out of the air like it is a really excellent series of events right after sex huh Right after sex. Yeah, right just, after sex. I love how he casually just dropped that. Yeah. yeah. Just, you know, after banging some hoe, he starts doing That might have been his half-sister. I don't remember. 
Um, okay, so he's pulling some fucking Luke and Leia shit. Let's go. He also uh, trains this little like monk girl who shows up with the last egg of the of the dragon Shulao. He trains her to be the next Iron Fist. Um, they co- totally gloss over the fact that they accidentally resurrect every previous version of Shulao in the middle of New York. I'm bummed that they don't follow that up because that would be awesome. And I have this like whole long idea of what I would have written for Iron Man, which doesn't matter now because it's a new person. Um, so Wait, see. you mean Iron Fist, right? Yeah, Iron Fist is a new person. Because well, I heard Iron, uh, Iron Man. I heard so, Iron Man too. I was just gonna have a slide. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> Iron Fist, Iron Man. Well, yeah, fuck it. They both have some shit. Yeah, <laughs> they both are strong. Yeah, they're both special. They're both rich. Who cares? Uh, there was one more series. It was only six issues long. It was really rushed. It's when they killed the eighth dragon in the eighth thing. It's how they took literally everything away from away from him. All of his powers gone. His, like, city is locked up from him. He no longer has the Iron Fist. He actually gives it to Okoye from Black Panther, and she puts it back into, like, a dragon egg. Uh, I didn't really care for the series, but it's when I first started to think that they were going to roll it into Shang-Chi, and after watching the movie, I was almost totally sure. And now, after who they've chosen to be the new Iron Fist, I'm absolutely sure they're merging the lore. Um, But... I only have uh, three more things to say, and that is uh, once Moon Knight showed up, like, summoned the Iron Fist to talk to him, and he's like, hey, I've never worked for you, how are you doing? Beat his ass and stole the Iron Fist. (laughs) Um, And, like, he's using these special attacks. He's like, strike of a thousand fireflies and whatever, but every time Moon Knight hits him, it just says, fist of Conchu. Fist of Conchu. And then it's just thousands of fist of Conchu. That's actually a really fun comic, because... um... It is. I guess he does like Conchu's bidding, and it gets it goes too far, right? Well, Conchu's afraid of um, Mephisto. Yeah. So, not trusting the Avengers to do it, Moon Knight goes to collect all of the powers from the Avengers, and there's like this whole thing with like prehistoric powers and stuff that Jason Aaron's writes about, and the Iron Fist is one of the first ones. Yeah, it's a cool comic where he just inherits. He even gets like the Phoenix Force. And... Yep. See, that's what makes me believe that Moon Knight is somewhat like a Deadpoolish character. In, in in regards to me, like based on the funny the funny comics that I've seen, that's what I've led to believe that Moon Knight was. As you someone guys should who see the look of disgust on Dave's face. As, I'd like to point out who, most of the comics you've seen have been changed for memes. I know. Okay, because that's <laughs> not him fair, at all. Well, from someone who doesn't know Moon Knight, uh-huh. that's how I knew I know him. You know? Okay. So that's why, like, that's why you're here, right? To yeah. understand what Moon Knight is. <laughs> to be offended. Yeah. yeah. To be offended. Um, and the very last thing I wanted to throw out there, the first Iron Fist was on the prehistoric Avengers, but the last person to hold the Iron Fist is Doctor Doom. Dope. Uh, all right, so we're going to real quickly touch on the um, touch on the show. So from the get-go, they announced who Danny Rand was going to be. Everyone was pissed that it wasn't a Chinese-American person. Uh, as we become a more woke society, obviously the white savior thing isn't necessarily going to fly all the time. But that was its first problem. The second problem was they waited forever to give him... Uh, they waited forever to start writing until right before they were going to lose the license. So they didn't give him time to train up with martial arts. The writing was all rushed. With the exception of Colleen Wing, the guy who plays Meacham, because that guy is a top-tier actor, and of course he was going to nail it. Um, With the exception of those two characters, and Davos does a good job too, it's just kind of a forgettable season. Once, uh, I mean, once Colleen's story with her mentor ends, you can just stop watching. It's a fucking useless thing to watch. I hate that you guys keep communicating that way. The white savior? Yeah. Okay. That's all I got out of it. <laughs> Alright, um... Let's see. They did some better stuff in the in the second season, after the first season bombed so bad. The only thing I didn't like about the, the second season is, like, the Iron Fist becomes a hot potato. A bunch yeah. of people end up with it. Yeah. yeah. The cliffhangers at the end were fucking dope, though, because they really lean on a lot of the fraction stuff. So we didn't get to see Orson Randall, but you get to see Danny draw and fire guns with the Iron Fist energy in them. You get to see the body of the first Iron Fist. Uh, it's just a lot of neat little cliffhangers that definitely leaned into they were going to do something cool. Yeah. I thought they were going to actually continue making that show, and then they, like, they just fucking 
dropped off of Netflix. Yeah, I thought it was kind of cool. Fuck. I mean, it could use some improvement, but I thought it was kind of cool. Now, I'm going to step in and talk about The Defenders right now because literally the only one that had the only show that had lower ratings than Iron Fist season 1 was Defenders. Defenders was a garbage truck. But like Marvel pa- Defenders, right? Yeah. Yeah. Part of the reason that it sucked so much in my opinion was they have Iron Fist there, who throughout his entire first season, they're like, you're the one destined to destroy the hand. You're the one destined to destroy the hand. You're the one destined to destroy the hand. Daredevil walks on screen, beats his ass, and then goes and destroys the hand on his own. <laughs> it totally negated, like, the majority of what he's supposed to be, half of Davos's like, issues with him leaving. Like, it just totally nullified a large portion of that, that show, and it, it seemed like a really short-sighted thing. But like I said, Iron Fist was fraught. Like, yeah. it, it, was, it was really struggling a little bit well, hopefully um, they'll they'll do something better and yeah hopefully they'll create something put their new and nice. on it yeah yeah i mean you can also tell uh like even the opening to the movies of the show is the mo is the laziest because like daredevil there's a theme everything getting coded in red in the beginning like it gets higher and higher and higher and then above it all is daredevil like at one point it's like it's the city it's this water tower on top of a building. It's the bridge into the city. It's the church. It's justice. And then above even justice is Daredevil. For Luke Cage, they show him slow motion punching shit, but they show all of the boundaries around Harlem to show that he is the strength of Harlem. And he's destroying the these walls, like he's breaking down barriers by being who he is. Well thought out. All of Jessica Jones is all like... Everything's obscured and a little out of process because hers is a detective story at heart. Even the Punisher one that came afterwards shows, like, this white shape. And then as it goes through, you find out that, like, that they superimpose a gun over top of that white shape. And it is saying, violence before context, which, ex- like, describes the Punisher so fucking well mm-hmm. like the context doesn't matter he is action he yeah. is violence and then you've got iron fist which is just like a really poorly animated character with like partial with like particle effects of yeah. like ink as he's a fighting and like going back to my shang chi thing at the end of the fucking shang chi movie they do a very similar thing with all of the characters in water and it looks great. So they just totally fucked up everything with Iron Fist as a TV series. I was super bummed about well, that. Well, like I said, hopefully Disney picks up on that. All right, so that. that's everything that I have on Iron Fist. If you guys had any questions or anything you wanted to throw out there. Yeah, do you think they'll bring back Iron Fist? I think if they do bring back Iron Fist, and as we all know, they announced that they're pulling the Marvel movie, the Marvel shows off of Netflix... And because we, Disney's got it. Yeah, and we don't know that they're that Disney's gonna buy it. So like they have the rights to all the characters, but I don't know if they're gonna actually have the TV shows on Disney Plus. Let's go, Xbox, buy some more shit. <laughs> Literally at this point anyone can buy it. I don't care. I just want to be able to watch some of it again. Daredevil season two was fucking baller. I loved that. Dude, anymore. Oh my Daredevil was just such a fucking fantastic like so fantastic. Like I mean I I listened to Kevin Smith talk about it, like when it was like first came out, and he's like, as a film producer, he's like, I looked for all the fucking cuts. He's like, there was no fucking magic cut. That was one fucking scene done on a rail. Fucking fantastic. Like, dude, like, I mean, I I do YouTube, you know, I've I've done editing. I mean, I don't know anything fucking cinematic or anything fucking like that, like knowledge based, but I know how to like take something and try to cut it super nice to make it look super good to try to make it one thing and i dude fucking that that's just it's so clean mm-hmm. uh so i don't even remember how we got onto the daredevil oh do i think they're bringing him back yeah. if they do bring him back especially with the drop <clears throat> that this new character lee len who is a shang chi adjacent character he's the new iron fist in comics as of today like the comic book drop today uh so if they do bring it back in a TV or a movie, Danny Rand might show up to give the mantle. Yeah, to pass the mantle, maybe. Because uh, I don't know if you guys remember in the TV show, Cumlin disappeared. Yeah. yeah. 
well, all it did was it just wasn't connected to our world anymore. But they had a way to get to Talo in Shang-Chi. And that's also an immortal city. So they mentioned that there are other cities and a whole civilization in that dimension. So it'd be real easy to carry that over. Yeah, um, that's kind that's, of what I'm hoping to happen. That's kind of what I'm expecting. I would like them to at least add the continuity that Danny Rand is the one passing it off, especially since we've now seen Kingpin from the series and Daredevil from the series. Sorry, sorry, Matt Murdock. We didn't see Daredevil. He's just a really good lawyer, which means he can catch... <laughs> Bricks, lobs through windows while he's blind. Yeah. Uh, Without, you know, Peter Parker's spider sense going off at all. Yeah. Uh, What kind of lawyer are you? A really good one. (laughs) (laughs) So, were there any other questions? Um... Okay, well, this is dead air, so I'm going to assume that's a no. Are you just waving your hands? Yeah, I am, I am waving my hands as if Stay that's... flying some... like a plane, waiting for everything. Yeah, as if it's going to, like, fill up the sound that we're trying to, <laughs> trying to not No, that's there. it. I just look forward to All my right. Iron Fist, honestly. So, okay, so let me ask this. So, we are now at an hour mark. So, what are we doing in the next few days? What's coming up for you guys? Uh, we're all, I imagine we're all going to play that Horizon game on Friday. Yeah, it's I mean, be... if mine comes in on time, I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna pick up my comics tomorrow, and I'm gonna find out exactly how this guy becomes the fucking fake Iron Fist, and uh, I'm probably gonna be playing Horizon most of the weekend. I work all weekend. Oh, cool. Well, I'll tell you how it my, is. My, ne- my next day, my next day off is fucking Wednesday. That's my next day off. But I can tell you right now, I'm going to be streaming that shit all fucking Wednesday. All fucking Wednesday. Until we fucking get here. Yeah. Yeah, fuck you guys. You guys can do the podcast. I'm going to be sitting right here. You're just going to be playing in the background? Just streaming. Streaming away. No, all right, okay, fine. I'll, I'll give it to you. I'll give you guys time. Yeah, but if all you guys right. do pick up that Horizon Forbidden West game, let us know what you like about it. Yeah, uh, put it in the comments. Drop it in Instagram. Post it. You know, drop it in our comments. Yeah, we'd love to talk to you guys. Yeah. So, uh, where can they find us, Jared? So we have a Facebook, Comic Comfort Podcast. We have an Instagram, same thing. We also have a Gmail, same name, but at gmail.com. Also, we do have a Patreon, which nobody's really a part of, so that's kind of sad. Except for my mom. Actually, I think she might have dropped off because we haven't had an extra subscriber or any donations since oh. the first one. Wow, so. we are really bad. If my mom like, yeah. dropped us from Patreon. Your mom was just like, they're not Danny Rand. No, I mean, she doesn't even know that name. You so. know who supports your podcast? Your mom. Yeah, well, it would be great if we didn't suck so much that she wanted to keep paying <laughs> us. Yeah, uh, but, um, I mean, other than that, I mean, we just have our podcast website, uh, which is comiccomfortpodcast.squarespace.com. Uh, you can find us on Spotify. You can spot- find us on Apple Podcasts. I mean, pretty much anywhere that streams podcasts, we are there. So you guys can find us there. Um, and where can they find your Twitch stream and at what time? So my Twitch stream is twitch.tv forward slash xxjrodoo6xx. I stream Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. I did do an early stream today, and I will be doing an early stream next Wednesday because we are doing the podcast. So I'll be streaming before that on Wednesdays, so it'll probably be like, I don't know, 1 o'clock on Wednesday next week. Uh, But, I mean, I do have a Discord for my Twitch channel. You guys can find that on Discord at xxjrod06xx. And you guys will know when I'm playing because I always just, you know, add it in. I also have a TikTok that I post that I'm playing too. So, I mean, I kind of have a 10-minute like window. quite the busy bee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, my Twitch stream is forthcoming. What I'm going to be doing is playing games and talking about the lore of the game. Nice. I'm probably going to start with Spider-Man and then move into Resident Evil and then probably Batman. So, uh... You know, look forward to that. The only reason I'm not straight up, like, pitching it right now is I can't for the life of me remember my Twitch name right now. But it will be sometime during the weeks. It'll end up on our sites. It'll end up in our Discord, which we also have a Discord. Um, what is it? Just Comic Comfort, Comfort Podcast on Discord. Yeah. So uh, that those are places where you can find us. I don't know. Are you doing anything extra right now, Carlos? Uh, well, I'm going to start streaming, but I think I'm just going to stream just... To- 
playing and maybe like have well, a, yeah that's have fine a, i'm the have only a one fun twist to the game you know yeah for someone who's not very like knowledgeable about the game i look forward to just diving into it and be like oh what the fuck is that you yeah. know i mean dude that's i'm not gonna game. lie i'm not fucking knowledgeable for shit i just go oh shit i'm getting my ass kicked oh fuck oh shit oh shit and, you know i mean whatever i have my twitch channel set up to fucking you know 18 plus because i curse a lot and i don't care so i mean i will also be producing photography content for our social media channels yeah we actually have a bunch of media on its way we're currently yeah. working with a uh Somebody who can help us manage everything and keep most of our posts coming out. Because the three of us are not only busy, we are scatterbrained. Yeah. I'm... So we're trying. We're just going to try and give you guys like the best streamlined, full experience that you can get out of the comic comfort like family of shit that's going on. Hashtag community. Yeah, community. Not family of shit. Community. Uh, so with that, you got a, uh, a bit of quick knowledge for us. Yeah. Buy the game. Don't buy the collector's edition. Fuck you, man. <laughs> You're a piece of shit. <laughs> Danny Rand! Danny um, Rand. And with that, this has been the Comic Comfort Podcast. Signing off is Jared. That's me. Have a good day. Carlos. Um, until next time, guys. And me, Big Dave. And don't forget, you're our heroes. I'm trying! My iPad won't unlock! Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs>